There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. Gentlemen, welcome back. Hi, Peter. Good afternoon, Peter. How are you? Uh, not bad. A little confused I, because I unfortunately don't know as much as you gentlemen do. So I hear the talking heads on radio and TV, internet, and everybody has a different opinion on what's going on with the economy and volatility and interest rates. And it's very confusing. There's a lot, lot of moving parts. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you take some of that and, and tuck it away for future reference and then take the other stuff and realize it's just chattel and throw it away? You've got to have, I mean, you have, a, have to have a broad perspective okay. on everything's going on, right? People talk about the stock market going up and down. It may go up and down. That's that's just one piece of everything that's going yeah. on, right? You've got the bonds mar- bond market. You've got real estate. You've got household income. You've got employment. Uh, you now have uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum and Dogecoin and these other things Is that, that, still going that on? are moving around. I haven't heard Bitcoin for a while. It's been going on. Okay. It seems to be bumping along the bottom right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know where it's going to go. I, and it's not for everybody. It's not for me. It might be for you, but I think it's purely speculation at and, this point. And, and, yeah, and with the market volatility that we're, we're dealing with in today's world, you know, you get a lot of people starting to search for alternatives, and that's one of them. And mm-hmm. we always tell people right up front, it's not a securities product. We are we can't even tell you what to do. Right. You got to go do it on your own. Do your own research. Then, hence, you enter into the wild, wild west of the web. <laughs> And you can go down some dark rabbit holes. <laughs> and, you know, they'll report in that crypto world what's doing well, but there's a lot of people who have lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Wow. So mm-hmm. you got to be careful. Just because of current conditions and the market vol- volatility that we're seeing, don't make an uneducated decision financially. Yeah. But, but you, you get some of the, like I said, the, the, the financial talking heads on TV or on radio, they'll say, well, you know, I think this is going to do the trick. Uh, the Fed kicks in one more uh, hike, and I think we're on the path. Well, okay, me, Mr. Uneducated, sitting there going, wow, I guess we're almost out of the woods. This is good. How do you draw just, I mean, I need a fiduciary. I need somebody like you or you so I can go, are, are they serious? Do I need to change? What's going on? Talk to me. Well, it, this this all depends on your, your stage in your life. If you're if you're in your twenties and your thirties, if you're young, mm-hmm. you don't care about this market volatility. Do I look like I'm in my twenties or thirties? A couple of years ago. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> good recovery. If you're like so, but here's the thing, right? If you're young, you've 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 just started working, you've got a good job, you're putting money aside. This volatility is fantastic for you. You're not going to start taking your money out of your IRA and your 401k for decades. Right. Decades. So, right. So now, because we have this volatility and the markets are down, the bond market, the stock market, what have you, you can now buy at a lower valuation, right? At a lower level. Yep. Because it will increase over the long term. So, this volatility is wonderful for people that are young. It's when you get closer to retirement that this volatility uh, can hurt. And, and one of the things that we've seen this past year with m- the kind of volatility that we've seen brings, when you connect that with people's money, it brings a lot of emotion. Oh, sure. And when you have a high emotional status in your brain going on, it sometimes leads to making hasty decisions. Mm. And it's our job to make sure that you don't jump off the cliff. Have you had people 
that have been in the glide path for retirement all set. Then COVID came by, the Great Resignation came by, uh, the the the, the um, whole upheaval financial has come by, where they've had to say, oh my God, I've lost a lot of money. Um, I can't retire now. And they've walked back retirement? There, yeah, yeah I've, I've run into just probably in the last three months, maybe four or five people who've been through the office who come to see us for the first time. And they said, you know what? I think I'm going to put off retirement until next year. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the rest of this year brings. There, that's going to happen. Yeah. That's going to happen. You know, when it comes to that decision of walking away and saying, I'm done, yeah. it's a big one. Yeah. And it's a huge emotional roller coaster ride for people. The reality of it is, some people who come into our office and say, you know, I'm done, I've hit the wall, and they want to check out, but they don't want to check out from working altogether. So are you gonna that. are you gonna work part time? That that may work into a really well retirement sure. plan. Say if you're sixty three or sixty four and mm-hmm. you you know, you want to take it to sixty six or sixty seven, go do something different, you know, make some money, put less of a strain on the withdrawal rate and the drawdown of what you've saved at that point in time until Social Security kicks in. You get that guaranteed growth into Social Security. Those kinds of decisions help manage volatility and, and market downturns. Can I always change the drawdown rate? Yeah. You, what you're taking out? Yeah. Yeah, you can change that any time. Okay. I mean... So if, I, if well, I'm overly ambitious and I start at four, I can turn around and go, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, okay. Things aren't going quite well with the economy. Can I knock it down to three? Sure. Okay. But, 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 but. But. Then how are you going to pay Mr. Back? However. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's All right. right though. So you get Social Security of $30,000 a year and you've been taking 20 out of your... Uh, savings to yep. pay uh, to pay your bills, right? right. You've got fifty thousand dollars in bills. Okay. If you say well, I'm going to take less out of my four hundred one k now or my IRA, how are you going to pay your bills, right? So the volatility can cause your portfolio values to go down, but your expenses probably haven't gone Good down. Point. They've yeah. stayed the same, or as we're seeing this year, they've increased. Yeah, with inflation, right? you've compounded the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, something that you were paying three percent for more previously, now you're paying eight or nine percent more. I mean, look at people see it at the gas pump. They see it in the grocery stores. You know, can you even get certain things? I mean, look at the disaster with uh, the baby formula. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what's, right. What's that done with the cost of those items? So mm-hmm. you have to take all the different parts of the puzzle and look at each of them individually before you start to put them together to see what your end result is. Right. Is there any way that you anybody can look in a crystal ball and, and determine the length of the market volatility? You know, since 1929, this country's been through a ton of recessions. Mm-hmm. Recessions, volatility. I read somewhere where the longest recessionary period that we encountered was 22 months. Okay. The average of all the recessionary periods that this country's encountered up to this one, the average number of months was 14. So we always try to tell people, look at volatility, it's short-lived. Mm-hmm. But as I've hit on before, it's your money, and people get super emotional about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unbelievable. It, it, it keeps people up at night. And Sean and I, as advisors and as fiduciaries, it's our job. We want you to sleep at night. We want you not to have to worry about running out of money. Just out of curiosity, you said the average duration of the, the uh, recession. recession was 14 months. Correct. Where are we in this current one? 
Well, that that's a good Sorry, question. Thank you. That's the ninety nine dollars. Yeah, thank you. Because everybody has a different. I know you both, both recoiled when I asked that. Well, everybody has a different opinion yeah. on when. Number one, there's a lot of people who say we're not even in a recession. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if we are, when did it start? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the, what what we're what we're experiencing different this time? We have had the um, uh, negative GDP, and you need a couple of those. Right. Two months. Two months. Uh, two months or two quarters. Two quarters. To, to get into recession. But what we have that's different here is an unemployment rate that's at historic lows. New Hampshire is at 2% and change, and the yeah. nationwide mm-hmm. is at 3 So we have a, a, an economy that's slowing down with a labor force participation rate or, or an unemployment rate um, that is so low. I mean, these employers can't find employees, yep, right? right. Um, and this is a, a brand-new dynamic. Uh, that we've really never seen before. So the jury's out on on if this is a traditional recession. Well, it's not a traditional one. The jury's out no. if it's a recession at all. Um, but the, there's certainly signs of it. There are. What, what's it going to take there to are. get those people out of the unemployment line and, and get them back to work? The signs are out there. I, I, I hear from restaurants. I hear hospitality industry. I hear service industry. We can't get people. I know. Uh, and And they're obviously there. But what's it? I want twenty bucks an hour. Wait a minute, you're going to give me twenty five? Do I hear twenty seven? Twenty seven? Twenty seven? And what does that lead to, Peter? Well, uh, there's inflation. The problem. Yeah. yeah, right yeah. now. So we're trying to slow down the economy, reduce inflation. You can't fill the jobs, so employers have to pay more, which is which is like you've got your foot on the gas and the brake at the right. same time. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's a balance there. Yeah. There's a balance, and it needs to be found. I mean, I get it. Cost of living's higher. Sure. Minimum wage is at what seven and a quarter. I mean, people have to get paid more, especially in the service industries. Look at the way they're treated. I get that. Uh, Look, that's for the economists and the feds to figure out. But the employer only has an obligation to pay X amount of dollars for that particular position. Okay? Um, I I remember there was a guy um, working at a fast food restaurant, uh, and he'd been there for 25 years. That was great. Everybody loved him. He was making the same amount of money. Uh, that he made 20 years ago yeah. for flipping burger, and people said, "Well, that's that's shocking." That that man and the manager of the restaurant said, "Hey, that's what I that's what that position is worth. The fact that he didn't want to go anywhere. Okay, you, you take that position in a fast food restaurant, then you go to assistant manager, night manager, weekend manager, district manager. You use it as a start. He didn't want to go anywhere. He wanted. He just to, wanted he to was flip complacent. burgers. He said, "That's the that's the salary I pay for flipping burgers." He leaves. Somebody who comes in is not as good. That's what they're going to get. And they, they didn't understand that concept. I said, management, they can't just sit there and go, "We really like you." So that that position was paying seventeen thousand dollars a year. It's now fifty two thousand a year. Well, he leaves. You've already set the bar at fifty two thousand. I don't want that little job for $17,000 a year. No, you're going to quit, you're gonna quit yeah, and come right. back again. You, you now <laughs> have priced yourself out of the market. And, and so there are all these dynamics going on there, internally. Yeah, there and are. And I don't think a lot of people pay attention to that. No, they don't. And it's just very... They don't. And <sighs> it, there's not a sh- really short answer to solve the problem. Yeah. Uh, what you really have to do is stay focused on you know sean and i stay focused on the people who come into the office the people who talk to us the people that want to educate themselves on the topics of retirement mm-hmm. hence the path to wealth and wisdom mm-hmm. and so with that being said 
you know, we'll look at all these global issues and what you're getting paid and, you know, what you can afford to buy and what your expenses are. You need the second opinion. You need to have outside eyes looking at what you think your retirement's going to do if you're doing it on your own. Yep. And a lot of people are. And even if you have another advisor, we recommend you go get a second set of a right. second opinion. Do people feel like that's cheating? No. Okay. Well, listen, yeah. when you go to the doctor and the doctor says, hey, you know something? We think you have this. You should start taking these meds right away. And you feel great. And you've never had a history of what he just diagnosed you with. Do you say, sure, doc, I'll do that. No, you don't. You say, you know what? I'm going to get a second opinion. Your health, you always get a second opinion. You should do the same thing yeah, when it comes but, but, to your financials. But if the f- person who put the financial thing together says, this is great, you're good. Why would I want a second opinion? Because he told me it was good. Well, the doctor said, hey, you get this surgery, you're going to be great. Yeah. We'll just cut that arm off. You'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're yeah, going to get a yeah. second opinion. You know. Yeah. And the other thing with, when Steve and I work with, with folks, you know, with our clients, um, obviously we're, we're – we're, experts in, in working with their finances and their money and identifying opportunities and risks. But it's also a partnership, right? Um, when, you, when you're in an environment like this and we've got this volatility with the, the markets coming down and prices increasing, we really encourage our clients to identify alternative sources of income. We could have helped them with that by structuring maybe a couple of annuities. Uh, maybe they've had a um, they sold a business and they've got business income coming in. Maybe they have rentals. Those are great, great oh, things yeah. to have. Yeah. And the other thing to have, if you if you can, and if you need extra income today, and all you people listening today, if you have the time, and you need some income. There's no better time to get a part time job. Uh, working locally, helping out some of these businesses that can't find staff. You can go in there and you can make some decent money. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Don't go fully back into the workforce if you don't want to, but get that part-time job, that side hustle, as they call it today. You can bring some, in some extra bucks, which will then help you not take money out of your depleted IRA right now. And that can be huge. If you take money out of these depleted IRAs, these depleted 401ks, it can have a devastating effect on the longevity of your money. And you, you wouldn't have to make a, a lot of money on that side job no. To, no. To, to, no. to reduce what you're taking out. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it, that falls to the whole concept. You know, for, for the people out there, when you ask, you know, how many people have a retirement plan and everybody raises their hand, you ask them what it is. And they go, well, I have a 401k. Right. That is putting all your eggs in one basket. Right. And okay? that's not a plan. That's a piece of a puzzle. That's not a plan. You got it right, Sean. <laughs> right. It's a part of the puzzle of retirement planning. And you really need to be on focus, long-term goals, sit down with someone, and understand what all the other components are and educate yourself on them. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable. 
although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.